this is Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where each week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week we'll be speaking with Panos from GFY, Internext Expo, and Webmaster Access. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce the launch of our new website at adultsitebroker.com. We've added some enhancements to the site, such as FAQs and a complete new platform. The look and feel of the new site are nice and up-to-date. The new site also has links to our marketplace and affiliate program. Plus, don't forget ASB Marketplace, the first platform where you can buy and sell adult sites and domains for free. ASB Marketplace allows buyers and sellers the chance to come together on properties that are valued below our company's minimum of $50,000. Don't pay for other marketplaces when ASB Marketplace gives you this service for free. Visit ASBMarketplace.com and sign up as a seller or a buyer today. And of course, there's ASB Cash the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage where you can earn as much as 20% of our broker commission referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check out asbcash.com for more details and to sign up. Now let's feature our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We're proud to introduce for sale a hentai site network. The company has an Italian hentai pay site and the most popular Italian hentai free site, plus a popular game pay site. The free site has Italian hentai comics and videos and 52,000 daily views. The game site makes over 40,000 euros monthly. The hentai comics and video site makes over 11,000 euros a month. There are also Telegram channels for the sites that are included, as well as a Patreon page. All of the sites have a ton of content, and the traffic is mostly organic. No advertising has been purchased. This is an amazing opportunity for anyone with hentai and game traffic. There is also all the necessary material to learn and manage the business included in the sale. Only 1.5 million euros. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Panos from GFY, Internext Expo, and Webmaster Access. Panos, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Thank you for having me, Bruce. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. I mean, we're getting ready for Vegas. Yeah. So you can imagine it's a bit of a <laughs> panic uh, times. Uh, Indeed. But we're excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, has been too long. I mean, two years. Way too long. This, yeah, way too long. So way but, too uh, long. Well, let's uh, let's tell everyone about you. Although I think everyone knows you. Panos has been a member of our industry for quite some time, and many of you do know him. He's the administrator at GFY and the organizer of Webmaster Access and the Internext Expo. So, uh, Panos, tell us about the upcoming hybrid internext expo in las vegas january 14th through the 17th at resorts world yeah so we are back in vegas finally after two years um very excited the hotel is really really amazing i think we never had Mm. such a nice uh, conference uh, area Uh, we just opened the summer like a three $4.3 $4.3 billion investment. I mean, wow. Tesla loop inside, you know, like mm-hmm. fancy soaps. 
Τι έστω η Resident DJ, there in the club, he's doing the party on Saturday night. So, I mean, the conference areas for seminars, for workshops, everything very, very beautiful. Uh, so we are trying also to make it hybrid, so we'll have like uh, online elements and we'll try mm-hmm. to combine for the first time. I think this will be pretty interesting. Yeah. And from what we feel, people are very excited to be in Vegas. We have several mm-hmm. activities planned. Uh, I don't know. Happy, happy about it. Happy to be back. Yeah, and everyone is so happy to be back to live shows. It's uh, oh, it's been a long I've, time. And it's been. Yeah. I think it will take time, though. You know, like it's yeah. normal. A lot of people are, you know, afraid. Also, have people that have, like, you know other people at home like kids or elders you know yeah but they have to be more careful so oh yeah I think the, the event business in general will take some time to stabilize yes uh, uh, and it's normal on the other side like life moves on mm-hmm. uh, we have to do the best we can in terms of safety for all the attendees and but also the events are changing due to all what happened right I, I was in several of the industry recently and I mm-hmm. saw a completely different vibe from the people as well. Yeah, uh, people were not so much into parties. They were more into talking right. and you know doing business. I think they missed yeah. this interaction face to face. Oh uh, sure, which is very important. And there's a different energy. Like I met with people that I'm on Skype with them all the time and stuff. And in ten minutes face to face, we did business or that we did all this year. You know. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah it's a different energy. People miss that. Though the mm-hmm. online part, it's also very, very interesting. And I think that was a positive thing that came out. And not mm-hmm. only, for, only for us, that our events did pretty good. But in general, I think. And we see all this uh, online conference booming, right? And I think sure. a big part will stay with us. Because yeah. in, a, in a way, they satisfy a different need for the people. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of uh, things that came out of the pandemic will stay. Um, I think that less people are going to be traveling for business in the future. More people are going to be doing things through Zoom and Skype and uh, other online platforms. I don't know about the less, but I think the format of the event will change. I think they will go to mm-hmm. more to an experience uh, mm-hmm kind of format because for example mm-hmm. education you can cover that part online much better yeah because yeah, absolutely because you can have speakers all over the world i mean you can watch the seminars and you don't have to lose a meeting uh it gives you complete different as an organizer but also as an attendee mm-hmm. you can get much more this way yeah uh, even for lead generation I mean, the online gives you access to people that usually they, you know, maybe they it's, they don't attend event. It's not their core business, right? Or it's too far, or they cannot travel for X reasons. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of maybe smaller companies, they cannot justify the ROI, right, to come to Vegas or Amsterdam. It does. It's not cheap. Yeah, clearly. So for this generation, and it was for me too, when we did the first uh, WMA, we did online. For me, it was a huge surprise because usually. After all these years, I know 80% of the people that registered to a conference, no? mm-hmm. <laughs> more or less. And in WMA and in Last Internext, I didn't know even 30% of the people. that. I mean, yeah, and it was like people from the industry from all over the world. It, it was very nice. And yeah. 
I think it was an amazing experience mostly for them, you know, for us that we go to the events all the time or the sure. companies that travel. Mm-hmm. Well, we are used to that and this, you know, kind of family feeling between us. Sure. But a lot of people from, for, for them to get access, you know, to hear these people talk, you know, be able to make questions, book meetings with them, you know, online. It, it was a revolution. I mean, we got amazing yeah. feedback. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. of this. And that's why we want to keep the hybrid format. Personally, I think sure. it's the future. Over mm-hmm. there. I mean, now, Vegas, it will be the first time, so it's kind of better. Right. I think in, in, in WMA, we will have uh, you know, finalized the concept a bit more so we can like stream and live stream. We, we can do a lot of cool things. So what I want yeah. to go step by step. Yeah. But overall, I think that's the future because it gives access sure. like to... To knowledge, but also to networking much more, you know, to attendees, to sponsors. It's a a really cool thing. Yeah, and I I think that um, uh, something interesting that you said about um, the live shows now, that as opposed to a lot of parties and stuff, people are just getting down to business. And isn't that what we're really there for anyway? Yes, for sure, for sure. I mean, that's, that's the focus, right? I mean, the parties and the fun, it's a, it's a nice part, and we are all lucky and blessed to, you know, to enjoy this thing. It doesn't exist in other verticals, for example. You know, right. When you go to the events, are kind of more boring. But at the end of the day, it's about business. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, finding relative people that can take you further, that you can make money. Absolutely. And Got some deals and stuff, so. Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to in Vegas. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, being able to see people I haven't seen in a long time, of course. But obviously, uh, I'm there to do business. And I, I certainly plan to. I know the last time I went to Internext, it was fantastic for business. And it had been the first time in a long time for me. I hadn't been doing the Vegas shows since the early part of my coming into the industry, Panos. It was, oh yeah, but I was just blown, well, coming from Thailand is hard, but it's, yeah, yeah, it just blew me away how great it was, even compared to what I had remembered, and what I remembered was my, when I first got into the industry, when Internext was, I mean, the, one of the, you know, really, really main shows, one, maybe the top show. Well, it's still, it's still a top show in the U.S. Oh, sure. It's, both, thrilling. Uh, it's still a top show. But, I mean, it didn't have all that competition back then is what I'm saying. Well, Vegas is Vegas. I think it has a special place sure. in the heart of many people. It's good for business. A lot of other events happen usually at the right. same time. I mean, this year yeah. it's MailCon. There's a mainstream big affiliate meetup that weekend yep. as well. So it's easy for people to travel. Yeah. That's also a part. and. So this helps, but uh, well, also in a way, this thing that you go like to out of reality there a bit, right? So it feels you are disconnected, far away from home. So you are a bit yeah. more focused, I think, in a way, distract and focus. It's a weird mix, Vegas. Absolutely. But, uh, sometimes you do events like in a city where like a lot of people from the industry are, but then mm-hmm. they, you know they go back home, back to their life. I mean, it has yeah. happened to me. Yeah. So it's a, Vegas gives a different feeling, and we're doing a, a lot of cool things this year. And sure. Well, it's the 25th anniversary. At the end of the day, I mean, we have to celebrate that. I mean, it was a hard decision for us also due to the pandemic, right? Should we do it or not? But I think we got mm-hmm. you know, people were so excited they want to get together. Right. In the US, 
especially. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we tried our best, and I think it will it will be an amazing experience this year. I agree. And this is the twentieth twenty fifth anniversary of Internex. That's great. Yes, yeah. Yes. How special is that milestone to you? Well, I wasn't from the start, right? I, I know. Got the I know. Later, but uh, well, you're only twenty five now, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Me too. No, because of JFK, I was looking at photos of the first internet and stuff. It's it's crazy how oh, you grew up, you know. Wow. Jesus, yes, Jesus. Uh, well, time passes and the industry changes. I mean, life right. changes. Uh, but I think overall, like positive. You know, everything has positive minds in life. Right. Uh, but it's for sure a special anniversary for us. It means a lot, and for all the people that support the conference all these years, you know. Yeah, uh, we are proud of it as well. Sure, uh, as you should be. As you so should we'll, be. We'll do. We'll do our best. I will do our best this year. I mean, so we're That's very it. excited to to go back. See, friends, more, more than anything, Bruce, yes. at the end, you know, it has been so weird this, all yeah. this period, you know, like yep. we see people that we love and care and usually we see every few months and now like it's been years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like yeah. we lost good people this year, which is also yes. very sad, you know. Yes, so. yes. We've lost, we've lost some very good people and that, that mm-hmm. brings it home that we really need to see each other. And also, that's one also. thing that that's one thing that virtual doesn't do. For them, yeah, yeah, that's so one thing virtual of, doesn't do. No, it doesn't. This part is the face to face. Yeah. It's well, you mentioned different. you mentioned JFK. Uh, obviously, he was an industry institution. Uh, he passed this year. Um, I understand you're going to be honoring him at the Las Vegas event. Why don't you tell me about that? Well, we'll do a gathering for him, but also. Like for Beth, for Paul, for Alan, yeah. for Phil. I mean, we lost good people this year. And, uh, yeah, Alan was a shock. can do is have a drink yeah. for them and uh, say our goodbyes, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think we have to do that. I mean, these people are, you know, built <laughs> the industry as we know. Yes. So we deserve, they deserve this and much more. Right. I think like Mr. Skin is also doing an initiative like with T-shirts who they're preparing for the event and uh, mm. the process will go to the family. I think Steve Lightspeed is doing a fundraiser as well. And this uh, is for who? For the, for JFK. Uh, nice. I think net building is something for, is doing something for Alan. Fantastic. Well. Wow. Still young. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I think it's, it's due. Yeah. Fantastic. Weird. They're good people. They're good people. Yes, they are. I love Sam (laughs) and Skin. Good people. Now that we're back to live shows, um, as an event organizer, how did you find the virtual experience? Were you overall, were you happy with it? Yeah, I mean, extremely happy, to be honest. Like, I think we... It was amazing. I mean, okay, first WMA, it was our first try, Internext, I think. It was beyond. We had like 200 speakers, even more, I think. I mean, it was wow. uh, pretty insane, like eight stages, different, you know, mm-hmm. uh, thousands of attendees. Uh, it was very nice. To be honest, it was a bit more stressful than the physical ones. Yeah, uh, I've heard. Because, <laughs> yeah, because the, 
you know, in the physical, something goes wrong, you can try to fix it, or it's a small thing, you know, like right. something goes wrong in a party or the registration. But in the online, you have like uh, three points of failure, you know, like uh, yeah. technology, security, like something goes wrong. I mean, there is no event technically. Right. So this this is a tricky part, you know. The, mm-hmm. I've seen some online events collapse, you know, during the event because. Of it. Yeah, I've been I've been speaking me... I've been speaking at one I've been speaking at one and had something go wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's you depend so much on technology and it's like so you know like mm-hmm. two three one two things go wrong and can destroy everything that cannot happen in a physical event. Right. You know, I, like I I've been in events as you describe and I mean competition or not didn't make me happy you know because I know how much work these people put to make this happen and yes it's not it's not nice you know. <laughs> I feel them too. No, no, without a joke. It's, uh, I mean, it happens, but I mean, it's, yeah. this, this is the problem with the online events. Right. Uh, yeah. Difficult to break the ice a bit, you know, to, mm-hmm. for some people. Some others were more comfortable, you know, like it takes time mm-hmm. also, you know, for people to adapt to the format and, you know, feel comfortable with it and sure. get the be- be- most out of it, you know, in terms of business yeah. and booking meetings. Mm-hmm. But I mean, people booked, I don't know. 15,000 meetings in our last two <laughs> virtual events. You know? Really? Yeah. The numbers are impressive. And I really like the, well, also this part. that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I really liked also that we can like see now like everything, right? So we can see like how many meetings somebody can book. So we can provide stats to the companies to improve. Like yeah. it's everything very transparent. They can see, you know, how many meetings they had, like how many people visited their virtual booths. Mm-hmm. Which is also always a problem kind of in the physical conference, right? Sure. How to measure your sponsorship and your ROI on the conference. And online we gave some tools to really do that, you know, for mm-hmm. us and for the participants and for the companies to to improve and, you know, do better yeah. next time. Sure. Uh so this part, this part, very nice. The educational cool. part, as I said before, and the lead generation, I think, makes a lot of sense. So I've noticed some changes over at GFY. Um, for one thing, well, it's not yet, mail. not yet. Not well, yet, I mean, I mean, it's you've it's seen more, the beta. Well, well, let me tell you what I'm I'm talking about, though. I I find it's more civil than it used to be. Okay, before you took over. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we cleaned it up. That's true. Like, I mean, the, yeah. the politics had become a real issue. I mean, I understand the situation in the U.S. was very heated as well, right? <laughs> Donald and uh, BLM and all these things. Yes, it was, it was. But also it had gotten out of control. So I mean, It is, it is. In the end, as you said, I mean, we, it's, it's about doing business, right? So right. we try to, as you say, make the more civilized place. Sometimes are changing as well. And we are ready finally after 21 years, Bruce, imagine that. Wow. Uh, to move to a new platform. I think we are the oldest forum on, on the internet at this point. Yeah. Still yeah. existing on the same software. Yes, yes. Because uh, yeah, why, why not got, rid of, their, uh, got yeah. rid of their forum? So you guys yeah. are the oldest, yeah. Uh-huh. But So very excited. The new platform is amazing. I think mm-hmm. we will open the beta any day now for everybody. We've oh. been working it for months. Good. And um, the plan is in January to be fully operational. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a process because our plan is to make it like more of a interactive hub. I mean, mm. it, will, it will be a big change, I think, this year. 
mm-hmm. and ZFY. Because if you think of it also, like when ZFY started, you know, it, it's a user-generated site at the end of the day, right? right? Sure. And back then, like the content was uh, text. Yep. Nowadays, the content is not text, right? Yep. We don't communicate so much based on text. So uh, it, it will become much more interactive. I mean, I will, our plan is to make like a, an educational uh, hub and academy there with live streaming. I mean, I will, cool. I think people will like a lot what, what's coming this year. And when's that going to happen? Uh, I think from January on, we'll start rolling out all year long mm-hmm. new releases. Uh, Great. A big update. So, I mean, it will become more like a portal, less than like a forum. I mean, the forum, of course, like it's a core part, but yeah, uh, I think we need to, to have more business tools on it and focus more on helping people and companies network and do money. Cool. So, I can't wait. Can't I wait. Mean, you are always a participant, so yes. Yeah, I mean, of course. We're waiting for your feedback, and uh, I hope you oh, like. And, hey, if you want to run, if you want to run anything by me, um, if you want to use me as a lab rat ahead of time, uh, as one of your testers before you launch it, I'm always sure. available. I'll send yeah. you. I'll send you now. Of course, of course. Um, you should know all that about me, Panos. We've known each other I long know. enough. true. <laughs> Family, right? Um, exactly. What are the greatest challenges for an event organizer like yourself? I think after all these years, you know, the practical part, okay, you know, it's always a challenge, especially when you change locations or hotels. Mm-hmm. But okay, I mean, something we can, you know, we manage and in the end it's not so so difficult as it seems, you know, it mm-hmm. depends, but usually not. To be honest, the biggest challenge is to find the balance between... Uh, like small companies and big companies, new companies and companies that come many years. Like you have to to, to make the event to satisfy a bit everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, everybody comes for different reasons. You sure. Know? Others comes to find new clients. Others comes to see like existing clients, you know. Mm-hmm. Like a big company has completely different demands or what they you know, they aim from an event and, you know, to bring all these people cost them much more as well to justify it. Sure. Than like, a, you know, one person that I, I also go to events alone, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to make a schedule and a balance that like every year it's a bit different and it makes people excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the biggest challenge and the most interesting part as well. I mean, the part I enjoy, to be honest, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Bring new people, help people network, you know, with new people yeah. and create new business and also learn new things, you know, have an interesting educational program, but it's not like a sales pitch only, you know. Right. So the, the challenge mostly is there. Great. To be honest, like to, the, the quality part. Yeah. Say, oh, big time. At the end. Yeah, because you got other, because you've got other other promoters. Really, you deal with, you uh, compete with. Even though you work with them, you also compete with them. Yeah, so I you obviously like want. This. I think with almost everybody we have media trades and we help each other. To be honest, like it's a big industry. I don't mm-hmm. think like the comp- I don't see it as a competition. You know? Well, you don't know. It's not Honest a com- colleagues that they we do the same thing. You know, like well, it's not a competition. But let's face it, okay, some people's budgets. They could only make a certain amount of shows. And obviously the most important thing is that you put your best foot forward. Always true. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant by that. And you do. I mean, you put, you put on some fantastic shows. There's no two ways about it. 
And I'm, again, I'm looking forward to this one coming up. Tell me about, you got something new. It's called the Content Creators Academy at the Vegas show. What is that? Uh, content Creators, we are, we are doing several new concepts. One of them is the Content Creators Academy by Fans Revenue. It's mm-hmm. powered by Crack. That will be on the 15th on Saturday mm-hmm. with the workshops for content creators, like from legal to lights. I mean, very, very di- many different things. And we have a lot of interesting speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, same stream eight is uh, sponsoring the, the performance retreat as well, which is going to be two days of seminars catered to performers and, mm. and content creators. Look, the industry is changing, right? I mean, in, yeah. in a way, the content creators are becoming the new affiliates through the mm-hmm. social traffic. Uh, we see more and more companies going into this sector. So, and uh, I mean, they, they demand more education. We Like last Internet Online was the first time that we had like a performer stage. Mm-hmm. And we had over 1,500 performers. Cheers. And, and it was by far the most active because, you know, maybe for us, the online people, like we are so many years, we have you know, a lot of topics are not interested, but I saw such a demand for education from them, mm-hmm. trying to understand how to monetize better, how to build their brand, you know, what is happening, new technologies from NFTs to crypto yeah. uh, payouts. Yeah, so I think I mean, we want to offer more education, like Streamate and Crack also like helped a lot to build this now. And because I think it's missing. In general, I think education in our industry is missing a bit. I mean, we need to raise the quality a bit in the conferences. Sure. I mean, the, I tell you, like the last two virtual for me helped a lot and uh, showed that we can do it. It's possible, you know. It, it needs yeah. work also for, from the speaker side to be more prepared. But honestly, like the last years, I was the same. That I was going to mainstream events, and the, the difference in the educational part was huge. You know, really? Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Like big mainstream events, the presentations they do. I mean, we have. I think as an industry, we got a bit behind. Okay, well, that'll be interesting. We can do much better because we have so many people with You know, in our industry, it's a bit difficult to share sometimes. Mm-hmm. People are not so up for it. You know. Yeah. Anyhow, nobody will tell you like his big secret that he's making the money from it, right? Probably you know not. That? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but get, still, uh, but still away, a lot yeah. of people. No, yes, no, no, but still a lot of people can share a lot of knowledge. I mean, we had amazing speakers and seminars, mm-hmm. you know, and case studies. So I want to go more and more into the case study and workshop mm-hmm. direction that people can get really useful knowledge from the seminars sure. coming out. And that's the reason I think like we're moving away from the live panels with multiple participants. I mean, for big topics, yes, makes sense to hear different voices and stuff. But I think the case study workshop presentation model, it's much more useful for the audience. Hmm. Okay. So it's been a while since you've had a webmaster access event. Um, do you have a plan for the next WMA? I have to, I still to announce this officially. I think we are, yeah, I mean, the plan is to, to do the first WMA in Cyprus. Oh, wow. Next May. That's great. Yeah. yeah. It's the first time I say it publicly, I think, so I will get a lot of questions. <laughs> I get the scoop. Uh, yeah, you get the scoop. Uh, 
but we've been planning this a long time. I think it makes a lot of sense, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, Cyprus has become a huge hub of the business. A lot of companies from the industry are here and it's also like very practical destination, like from Israel, Russia, it's very easy for people to fly. Sure. Compared to European Union countries. Uh, not bad. Not a bad uh, trip from Thailand either. No, either. It's not that far and no. you know, nice weather, island yep. beach. The hotel is amazing there by the sea. Uh, when's it gonna when's it gonna be? Uh, middle of May is our plan oh. because it's not so hot. You know, yeah. we're thinking June and July, but it's it's too hot. Yeah. I think okay, you know, let's have fun but also do a bit of business and forty degrees. <laughs> it's a bit hot. Yeah. Yeah, it'd <laughs> be, be like here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we will announce soon officially. Very excited for it. Something That's different. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, count and me new in. New business, new people, you know, I think it will, you know, it will be interesting, very interesting. Sure. Different experience. Sure. Uh, one highlight of Internext is the annual GFY Awards. Now, how are the plans coming together for that this year? Well, they will happen in WMA. Oh, it's time. not going to be at Internext. I'm sorry. No, no, it will be in, uh, in WMA. Okay. With the, fa- the first GFY Awards, we did them in WMA, and I think it's time to bring it back to Europe, at least for one year. Okay. The Europeans are complaining. For many of them, it's hard to fly to US. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we thought, okay, let's do it one, one time back in Europe as well for people to come. So we're going to yep. throw a big party, some known band. We, we have a good surprise, I think, for the next GFY Awards. That's great. Uh, now, this time, GFY Party, Tiesto, Zoo Club, Saturday 15th mm-hmm. of January. So we're going to do a GFY Party there. Yep. I hope you come by, get some free swag. Absolutely. Get t-shirts, hoodies, and, and stuff at the party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have and some GFY Uzo. Works, uh, have, have some, are like, you going to have some Uzo there? Uh, so I should bring some. I would. I would. <laughs> Likos always asked me to bring some. I need to bring a bottle. I'm in. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm not. <laughs> oh, knock me out. Uh, so uh, what tips do you have for someone attending an industry event for the first time? Oof, that's a really good question. I know because uh, I asked it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the number one tip is to come prepared. Mm-hmm. Uh, to every event, like, you know, check who is coming, the other participants, book meetings, mm-hmm. arrange your schedule, you know. Sometimes you come and prepare to an event, it's easy to lose track of everything. Yeah. And go back and then realize, you know, you could do so much more business. Sure. I mean, you also need to have a mindset that that's it, you know. It's two, three days of an event. Yep. You need to get the most out of it. You know, it's not, it's not an online thing, you know. It's not the time. It's not going to go back. You cannot refresh it. <laughs> it goes by it's fast, there. man, doesn't event. it? It goes by fast. It does, it does, yes. So that's why you have to be prepared, a bit organized, mm-hmm. and be ready to work the floor there, you know. Like, yes. it's, not a, it's not a time to be lazy or, <laughs> you know, spend all the... It's nice to see your friends too, but not spend all yeah. the time with them, you know. Sure. Sure. Walk the floor, go out, meet as many people as you can. At least in yeah. our events, people are super open. You know, you can walk to anybody and say, hi, I'm the this, you know, I do that. Mm-hmm. 
give your card. I mean, yeah, bring your yeah. cards. If you can do a sponsorship, even better. If not, still you can do business, you know. Right. Yeah, but I can add. A, I can add a couple to that. Bring plenty of business cards. Plenty I can't. Cards. I can't tell you we how many people. Away, oh, I can't busy. tell you how many people go. Oh, I ran out. You know. Yeah. You know, I got a couple thousand coming to uh, my first stop before I get to uh, uh, to Internex. Now, will I need them for the show? No. Well, I need them anyway because my printer's in the U.S. But the point yeah. is, and I also have lead cards, and I'm ordering 2,500 of those. And I always bring way more than I ever am going to need because it's better than running out and looking like an idiot. I'm sorry, but if you run out of business cards, to me, you kind of look like an idiot as a business person. You and know? sometimes don't be so rough. So rough. Sometimes happens. Yeah. Happens. No. It can but, to it, everybody. but don't, yeah, let, but, but don't let it happen. Oh, and here's the other thing, okay? If you're starting to run low, run down to Kinko's and have some more uh, FedEx Kinko's and have some more printed up. They probably have one at the hotel. Probably, yes. I think we have a FedEx center. Yeah. There's ways to do. There's ways to do it. You know. There's ways to do it. So but as you said, so passes fast. You know. Yeah. In the middle of Vegas, but it's a, yes, people have to be as much prepared as they can. You know. Like yes. If they have swag to bring, try to mm-hmm. plan their company. You know. Right. Print some flyers. Do whatever they can, even small. You know. And don't be drunk the whole time. I can't tell That's, you how many people. Uh, I mean, look, my first my first couple shows, I'm like, free booze, this is great. Well, free booze isn't free, okay? It really isn't free. Don't be tanked the whole freaking day just because there's an afternoon happy hour, okay? Don't feel like you have to drink at every opportunity because otherwise you're not going to get anything done. Then then to me, I don't drink at the source at all. I have to always be the one that takes care of everything. <laughs> Hey. Maybe the last night I can have a drink. No, without a joke. Like I mean, it's uh, huh? it's impossible. Yeah, but well, I, I try. Yeah, I try not you, to drink. I know. I know yeah. what you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a fine line there. Like people have time. fun as well, right? Yeah. But oh, as I've, you said, like business is business, and during right. the day we do look more professional and do the best out of it. Yeah, I've fallen uh, down. Hey, I've fallen down and messed up uh, in my uh, more recent years. I mean, one night I just uh, had a had a, a liking to some some uh, single malt oh, scotch goodness. and some good Spanish wine, and it was a disaster. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's dangerous. Sometimes it's dangerous. It you can even learn at this age. You can even learn. Yeah, you, can learn. you can always learn. <laughs> so always. what? What are some of the highlights we should expect at Internext besides what we've already discussed? Uh, well, uh, as we said, we have a content creators academy. The performance they did by Streamate. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll do like a, there is a karaoke party for content creators. Saturday night there's a Tiesto birthday party. Mm-hmm. A joke. Katy Perry is doing concerts at the hotel the same dates. Oh, wow. Also, for whoever is interested, I think a lot of mm-hmm. people want to attend there. Uh, we'll probably do some uh, NFL uh, meetup. I think a lot ah, of people want cool. to go to Now you're talking. Now you're uh, talking. Please, please. Now you're talking. I'm a basketball uh, fan, so, but, uh, okay, you know, the debate was big. Everybody was like, well, we want TVs, you know, we want to see Go Warriors. Games. I was like, okay, okay, we'll, yeah. We'll bring some screens and we'll arrange something cool. Who's your t- Who's your uh, team? 
Warriors. Yeah, baby. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Steph. about it. I'm still open. Yeah. I'm still open. I love it. Um, you've been involved well, in I grew up as a Celtics fan, to be honest. Oh, Larry, 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 hey, Larry, you know, I, I understand. know a lot of people hate the... Well, hey, he was the man. The games, he was he, the man. He was amazing. Uh, well, hey. I played basketball, so I kind of, you know, okay. I was always trying to imitate. You mean you like didn't play American football in Greece? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm happy we don't have the sport because I have dead people in every game. That's it's funny. Hard. It's, too, it's too violent for you. Oh, man. I've never played football. Too hot, too hot tempered. I think oh. the Iranians, it's, you know, no. it's better we don't have the sport. I've never played but organized football. Trust me. I, I, I like the way my, my brain all, all stays in one spot. Um, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough sport. I mean, I think we have a couple of hockey players in the industry. Oh. Like, really? Uh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, I think Axel from Crack was playing and also Tim from uh, ASACP. Oh, yeah. Well, Tim's Canadian. Of course he plays. All <laughs> yeah, the Canadians yeah, play. Canadians, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I think there is a game on Monday, a hockey game. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Some guy just got tickets already. That should be fun. Oh, yeah, that's right, in Las Vegas. Uh, yeah. you know, it's, hard to re- it's hard to imagine <laughs> Hockey in Las Vegas. Vegas, When they first talked about it, the hockey in Las Vegas and Phoenix, I'm like, what? And I don't know. Still, still doesn't make any sense. I think they're gonna make an NBA team there. They're talking about, you know, opening a franchise in Vegas. That would be nice. Well, they have one. Yeah, they have one. Yeah, they won the the summer league in NBA, but not like the oh uh, NBA. Oh yeah, yeah, they're also talking about about they're also talking about moving the Oakland A's, the baseball team, to Vegas. So uh, hope that doesn't happen. Being from the Bay Area, uh, but but that might happen too. They're talking about building a a stadium there for them. So yeah, crazy. Ah, okay. And from the world of sports, one more question. Now, you've oh. been involved in this show for a very long time. Do you have any funny stories from uh, Internext or, for that matter, from uh, any of your shows? None, 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 Bruce. It's very oh, come boring, on. Very... Come on. <laughs> Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, maybe. That's, okay, then we can talk about it. Then we'll talk about what's happened in Amsterdam. No, that's even worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, not to mention, not to mention. Hey, you don't have to say well, any names. Of, you don't have to say I any know, names. A lot of stories, a lot of stories. But at the end of the day, what stays, I think it's the nice moments you have with people, you know? Yes, absolutely. The relationships you build, the friendships you build, the event. I think for me, memories, these are the memories, you know, some nice get-togethers yep. with people. Yep. Usually at the end of the event when business is done and everybody can be a bit more relaxed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, that's a beautiful part. You know? Yes. Okay. Stories, funny, millions. You know? <laughs> it's Vegas, it's Amsterdam, <laughs> hard to not have. Absolutely. Uh, it's the people, the people that matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I mean, as uh, to, to not take more of your time as well, I think uh, that's what it's all about. The conferences yep. and the, the business and the work as well, you know, people yes. make the difference. Sure. And as we said, we lost some good people this year. Yeah, it's uh, uh, and we do need to remember them for sure. We need them. We're going to do our best to try. We'll have a drink for them and talk about them. Awesome. Uh, 
And uh, I want also to thank all the companies that are supporting the event in these difficult times. Mm-hmm. It's not given, you know. The events also, as we said, will take time to normalize, you know. So it's not the same. And the companies, sure. a lot do their best and they understand this and they support because they, they want the people to get together, you know. Without these yes. companies, the events wouldn't happen. Yeah. It's not an industry we can sell tickets for $1,500. And nice. And based on that, uh, and also a lot of people from the industry that help with the seminars, like Andra, Danny, Stewart, mm-hmm. tons of people that every year they help us to make like a great show and mm-hmm. bring the people together. So I want to thank them and all the JFY team that it's going to work mm-hmm. very hard the next month uh, to do something nice. And thank you for your time, Bruce, today. Hey, thank you, Panos. I'd I'd like to thank you for being our guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Um, And I hope we'll get a chance. Always a pleasure. Hey, and I hope we'll get a chance to do it again soon. My broker tip today is part three of how to buy a site. Last week, we talked about finding the right site to buy. Once you find it, what do you do? Once you've either reached the broker of the site or the seller, review the information about the site. The broker should provide you with the following. A profit and loss statement of at least three years that's up to date. If it's June and they give you financials only through the end of the previous year, you need to see what the site is doing now, not last year. If it's a pay site, get a username and password for the site so that you can review the content. Ask how often the site is updated. Get some history on the site, how long it's been in business, the story behind the site, and why the seller wants to sell. Get an inventory of the content and how much of it has current technologies like 4K. Find out if all the content is exclusive to that site. Ask the seller if the content has ever been on VOD or DVD. See if there are any clip stores the content is on. Find out how much the content costs to produce and what the current cost of the production is. Very importantly, see if this operation can run without the current owner. Do they do the shooting themselves, or do they hire someone to do it? And if there's an outside producer, will that person continue to provide content for the site? Find out how many new joins and rebuilds there are a day. Ask them what is the retention rate on the site. And find out if they do advertising on the site and where they get their traffic. Ask for Google Analytics access so you can see where the traffic comes from. This information will give you the opportunity to truly evaluate what it is you're buying. Then if everything looks good to you and you want the site, it's time to make an offer. Only you can decide what the site is worth to you. If you're working with a broker such as, oh, I don't know, say adult site broker, of course your broker can help you determine the value of the site. We'll talk about the subject more next week. And next week we'll be speaking with Leah Mahi of XBiz. And that's it for this week's Adult Side Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Panos. Make sure you attend his show, the 25th installment of Internext Expo Las Vegas, January 14th through the 17th. I hope to see you there. For Adult Side Broker Talk, I'm Bruce Friedman.